Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> I'm Jane. This is Under the Bleachers. Uh, We are two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, Let It Snow. Let It Snow, 2019. Jane, you you had some news, some celeb-related news uh, about our podcast this week. Yes, okay, so Taylor Swift famously dropped a second album after like two months after Folklore, I don't know, really quickly, called evermore paramore Paramore. (laughs) and in one of the songs my friend texted me uh she was like she says under the bleachers in a song and um yeah i mean that's really the story it's the the song is called dorothea and what's fun is it's it's about two like teen friends who meet (gasps) under the bleachers do they kiss under the bleachers um that's not like explicitly stated oh Oh, Uh, they're like some people platonic under the bleachers (laughs) Yes, some people think that the song is about Selena Gomez, uh, but other what? people are like, no. So do they know each I other mean, in I'm, real life? I don't know. Selena and Taylor are our best friends. Oh obviously. shit! I don't know. Anything. But they didn't Fuck. know each other in high school. I'm pretty, anyway. So yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. She promoted. What a, what a good time to launch a podcast and for Taylor Swift to promote it. Thanks, Taylor. Um, and. On this on this weekend, we'd like to, or I guess this doesn't come out on a weekend, but this week we'd like to do our first ever guest, first ever yeah. guest episode. Woo! Woo. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we have here our producer Charlie. Hello, Hi, everyone. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, really quick, we want to ask what what type of teen were you? Oh, what a type of teen. Do I have options to choose from? No, you just gotta go with it. Open ended you know, types of teen. I think I was funny but anxious teen. Oh, <laughs> I I had a very looking back objectively outwardly, I had a very good time as a teenager, but I think I was always very anxious about like, like oh, am I doing it right? Am I cool enough? Am mm. I talking to enough girls? Am I gonna get into college? Um, this is the curse of the class clown. I feel. Yeah, our, our class clown's notoriously insecure. I feel like if you're the class clown, then you have to be that in a good way. Wait, do you do you identify as a class clown, or is that not? Oh yeah, I mean that's the superlative. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'll have. Oh wait, really? Actually, yeah. (gasps) It was it was sort of. I guess this is actually kind of a good way to exemplify who I was in (laughs) high school. I was very depressed my senior year, and then senior spring, like I kind of fell off the map a little bit. Like, I, I think before that, I was like, like, yeah, I was a loud, funny person. So I was like, yeah, I know. I know Charlie. Um, and I fell off the map. And then spring. Because you won the superlative of class club. No, no, they hadn't done it yet. <laughs> okay, okay. And in the spring, they were like, be sure to submit your superlatives. And I was like, oh, shit. I got like, people have to remember I exist. So I, I like literally <laughs> like told people like, hey, don't forget to vote for me for class clown. Um. And I won. So you did you did organizing. You did campaigning. I basically campaigned for it <laughs> and then I won. And I had a friend who was also very funny who was like, You're a piece of shit for that. <gasps> wow. No, say they their were name. Just say their name on the podcast. I will not just say kidding. their name. I, you don't have to you don't have to Well yeah, they uh, they obviously were jealous, but it's you not don't like have it, to it say wasn't the name. unfounded. It was 
I well, also they the should way. have campaigned a little. People who win no, superlatives, man. they do campaign. For no, it. I I see. It's not organic. You gotta be empty-handed about it. You gotta be like, well, like, whatever the people decide. I think is probably <laughs> the right choice. Yeah, but then secretly tell all your friends to tell their friends to vote for you, it was, which is, is it was, essentially um, how we're getting the podcast out there. That's true. It, it was funny, <laughs> like saying it to people. Like I just remember people reacting like, oh yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, you were funny. Damn. <laughs> Months huh. ago. Yeah, no, I could see that. I could yeah, see this is like, it is like that because I, I tell people, like when people say like, wow, good job, you guys released a podcast. I'm like, oh, you know, we don't like have like high expectations. We're just doing it for fun. And then like secretly I'm texting like 18 people being like, can you leave a review? <laughs> but yeah, reviews are important. Gotta, make sure, uh, yeah. but make sure that they're like, they're like staggered. You don't want a bunch of five star reviews up top. Yeah, that'd be very suspicious. Oh, speaking, speaking of mm. uh, speaking of giving mm. customer service experiences, I do have a funny story that I've told Jane and not Charlie that happened to me this, this week. Is, this is um, good. And, Char- and bad Charlie, also. I want to see it's how, also bad. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see your take on this. So, um, I go. I, there was one day I woke up and I was like, "Oh, we should get a bagel sandwich. We should get like the classic cream cheese and lox bagel situation. Be all New York and stuff." And I go to like a very famous Lower East Side um, joint for this. I don't. I don't really want to get anyone in trouble, so I'm not gonna say what it is. But people might be able to deduce. So we go and um, order it online, and then go pick it up just because like it's a nice walk. Um, and I walked in, and um, there was a a girl also waiting for her food, and then the the person working behind the counter, who is this like classic um, redhead. Uh, curly red-haired girl uh with like big glasses and like freckles and pale skin and like kind of had like our friend uh, our friend Leela Gannon Charlie like that's kind of like what she looked like or Nick Gannon <laughs> they, they probably won't listen they probably won't listen to this podcast it's wow okay. shots but that, fired that, that aesthetic no 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 in a good way I was like oh she's so cute whatever so then I, I go up and and uh she's clearly taking the order of the other girl and I was like hey I I just I ordered online like can I just pick up my food? Like, I, I'm not here to order. Um, and she was like, oh, like, what's your name? I say Isabel, because, like, no one no one can understand Isa. Um, so she, like, goes to look at, like, the bags of takeout orders. And obviously people's DoorDash, like, accounts are on there. And she finds the bag and, like, turns back to me. And she's like, Isabel Francisco? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> 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 that's great that, that, that sounds in that like, moment all you can do is like <laughs> that's radical yeah. inclusivity like this is what we want i said that isa should have been like see sí, <laughs> uh that's great so we've, just been, <laughs> we've just been saying isabella francisco to each other francisco um this entire uh, isabella that's, how, francisco? that's my name now Maybe it's important for the listeners See. to know that Isa is is not Spanish or Latina. In fact, yeah, I'm Filipino. Um, but but it, that you know, it it was a little jolt. It woke me up in the morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Charlie's Charlie's shocked to silence. I um, that's not, no. This sounds like the progress we've been looking for. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the bagel was good. How does it? I mean, how does it feel to be not erased? You know, I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I turned away really quickly because I, I didn't want to make her feel bad. She's, you know, she's trying her best, I guess. Whatever. It's COVID. I feel bad people have to work. Um. Anyway, <laughs> how are you guys? Good. I feel like considering everything that's happening, I, I had a pretty good week. I... I was really scared to drive to this doctor's appointment and I did it and I didn't get into a car crash and die. And that's a big yeah, win for me. Wait. It's funny because like, yeah, oh, go ahead, Charlie. Wait, scared because of the weather? Because you haven't driven in a while? No, I just am an anxious driver Jeez, and yeah. I, it was... But you grew up it was in a, New it was, Jersey. I know. I've, I, yeah. Uh, Actually, I think maybe that's why you're an anxious driver. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I think it was more like living in D.C. I didn't have... Did I have a car? Maybe I did. Whatever. I didn't do a lot of driving for a long time. And so, but anyway, and also New Jersey is like, it, it's rough. The streets. No, they are. are. I remember out there. when I first got my license, like I, months and months, I would white knuckle on the highway. But eventually it was like, look at us. We're all going so fast. We're like a little Top Gun team out here on the highway. <laughs> all our little maneuvers. Yeah. It is fun to try to be like we're all we're all out here together yeah. when in reality we're all competing. The first but. time my parents came and like I drove them around in my car, my mom was like terrified because everyone was going so far over the speed limit for her tastes mm. and my dad was just like, "No, look, look, she's going exactly as fast as everyone else." And I was like, "Well, not exactly, but like he was like so proud that I had figured it out." But you said, "Did you?" He was like, "Yes, that's the way." Did you did you grow up in a city or like a suburb? I grew up in a suburb. So I grew up in a in a suburb outside of Metro Manila or a suburb area in Metro Manila. And what's the driving um, age there? Um, it's it's similarly it's like in your teens, but I, I I literally don't remember. But um, I didn't get a driver's license until college oh, just because okay. I like didn't have a car to drive anyway. Um, mm. although I did drive a friend's golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> multiple times and almost flipped it over anyway uh, speaking of teen shenanigans uh-huh i made mm -hmm. it i made it there jane um this this week's movie is let it snow that we forced charlie to watch well we did we did give him a lot of choices and we decided on a holiday movie because christmas is coming up yay yeah, everyone's asking if we're gonna do dash and lily you know what it's a tv show and we're doing movies right now so maybe we'll figure it out but we didn't figure it out in time for this episode. Yeah, you guys are yes. going to run out of teen content if you do That's too many episodes. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, yeah, just be calm, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Let It Snow is based on a Christmas YA novel written by three people together, Jane. Which is bad. Would don't, you like to... <laughs> don't write a book with three people. Sorry. Yeah. Um, do we really require three people to write a young adult book? <laughs> I feel like at this point, okay, so I don't know the two women who wrote this book, so that makes, that's bad, but John Green is the third one, and he has also done other books where he, like, pairs up with people. Is that John Grace and John is Grayson? Is that normal? Or, like, here's my take. <sighs> These people are clearly, like, successful enough where they can just kind of do it for fun. That's what, that's the vibe but I But I want to know, like, in every team project, there's someone who contributed more, so I want to know, like, which of the three, like, didn't pull their weight and did. <laughs> Or, or because, as we're going to talk about, it's like an ensemble cast and there's many different storylines oh, that intersect. True. If they split up the storylines. They're all, could, they're could all YA writers. Like one of them wrote, um, shit, 
One of them is famous for writing a series that's like the titles are like T T Y L. It's like text oh, speak. Oh, okay, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LMFAO. No, that's not one of them. <laughs> that's not one of them. Um, thought. No, just kidding. Um, okay, but we we this came out in 2019. It has a lot of stars peppered throughout the cast. Oh Did yeah, it? and so star-studded scenes. Hell yeah, this star-studded is like this is, it, In four years, all of these people are going to be everywhere. Yeah, well, I would argue Kiernan Shipka already is in a lot of places yes. for teens. Mm-hmm. Um, but do do we want to discuss like the general vibes of the cast? <laughs> it's hard because there's so. I mean, there's just so many, but uh, they were all very shiny yes. and um, pretty. And also uh, d- there's a specific diversity. Colorful. Quotas <laughs> filled pretty obviously. What would you say a brief synopsis of the movie is? Want me to try and take this? Yeah. It's Christmas Eve and a bunch of teens express their feelings before going to party at Waffle House. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That, there's a snow <laughs> there, and there's a snowstorm. Is oh, yeah, there though? Snow. Oh. Like like sort that of. doesn't really factor. It's snowing. Well, okay. Also, did people catch that everyone seemed to have really brightly colored vividly colored eyes in this movie? Ah, I did not see that. I was wondering that. if people were wearing colored contact. It was almost like some of the people with blue eyes, they like made it so vivid using like an Instagram filter or something that it looked like the White Walkers from Game of Thrones. Oh well, I feel like, I was like whoa. That's just how people look in high school. <laughs> Wait, Charlie, what color are your eyes? Blue or green? They change. Well, yours don't. Okay. Um, my other, my only other comment about everyone was that they all had indie ass names, but um, we can we can. Continue to explore that. Yeah, but this is like a Love Actually style film with beautiful people. Uh, there's a voiceover from Joan Cusack right at the start, and you're like, "Is that, is that Joan Cusack's voice?" <laughs> it was distracting because I was like, "I kn- this is a person I know." Well, but, and ooh. she doesn't appear for a while, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, uh. and then she's sort of never explained her character. I mean, that's the entire movie really is stuff like Nate that. Nate was like, "This is Nate was like Melissa McCarthy." No, 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 other <laughs> character actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she says snow has the power to bring us all together, which I thought was the poor man's love actually is all around. Oh, love actually is, is all, all around. around. Walter and I say that a lot. <laughs> um, uh, should I start? Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> okay, I do want to give a little uh, preface that Ooh. I tried my best <laughs> with this plot. And also, I didn't know anyone's names, <laughs> so I've included what I called them throughout yes, the movie. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so as I said, it's Christmas Eve in Illinois. Keon, who I called Spider-Man's best oh, friend, okay. wants to throw a party at his house to impress a fellow DJ, but that plan is foiled when his parents' flights get canceled due to a snowstorm. Keon is called into work at Waffle House, hilariously referred to as Awful Town. Oh, Waffle Town. Sorry. Not Waffle House. Waffle House is a real place. <laughs> this is Waffle Town. Uh, but the W is missing, so it's Awful Town. And his coworker Billy says he can throw the party there. Yeah, I also called him Spider-Man's best friend. I actually didn't know his name until now. Okay, one. so another thing about the names, though, is uh, all of the Waffle Town uh, employees wear uniforms. 
and thank God they did oh. because they had name tags. And that's the only reason why I knew anyone's names. And I was like, can you just put name tags on all of them, even the people that are in, like, normal clothing? I'm happy to see that Spider-Man's best friend got cast in something else. But I, I also feel sad for this role because, well, he's, oh my gosh, what's this guy's name? He's a Filipino actor who was born in Hawaii, and I think he's funny, and I liked him in Spider-Man. Um, but he just has the, Jacob Batalon, um, but he's just, like, this, like, swagless teen <laughs> This movie. <laughs> he kind of looks 40 to me. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, like, he's super cute and charming, but something reads old to me. Yeah. I, he, you know, he, he does a, a, a fine job. This is all that happens to him in the movie is what you just said. Yeah, he's sort of the, like, glue-ish that, that kind of holds everyone together. But I thought he own. needed, like, more. Like, he could have been, like, yeah. class clown. Huh? Huh? Kian's character didn't have a lot going on, but he he sort of was the glue um, that everyone, you know, could end up at Waffle Town. And that's because of him. What did you guys think about Billy? Who is Susan Sarandon's Dude, son? Dude, Miles oh, Robinson. He's, he's, he's Susan great. Sarandon and Tim Robinson's son. He's yeah, yeah. fantastic. Sorry, not that... He um I saw he, this movie with him recently called Daniel Isn't Real. I think that's what it's called. Oh, I thought you meant he was watching with you, like your yes, friend. That's literally what I thought. Um you just had like a very personal tone. You're like, I saw this movie with him. Oh no. Anyway, keep he was in it. And I was like, I was just like, this movie has a lot of flaws, but this dude's performance is like magnificent. And he was also wow. he was the long haired dude, I think, in um Blockers. In Blockers. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. that movie rocks and he's great in it. And he's he's great. super like weird. This, he's like a weird he, energy, but like why is he in positive. this movie? <laughs> what? Why not? I mean, I think a lot of people are in this movie who I was I was surprised I, I don't know. I mean, I was surprised that they got like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like True. I don't know. I, I, I think um, maybe one thing about his character sorry, Jan, I cut you off. No, you go. Um, yeah, the, one of the weird... This movie lacks whimsy or something. <laughs> I don't know how to put my finger on it. There's something like... Love Actually is a great movie, but it's also kind of a stupid movie. But yes, there's it has yeah. like a charm and a humanity that makes it like people's favorite movies. And this movie is obviously aiming towards that. And there's... Yes. I can't put my finger on what's missing. But one of the clues is that like this Billy character, this, this fellow waiter who I... Or, like maybe he's the manager because he's like, yeah, you can have a party yeah. here. He's just older, yeah. He like keeps talking in these like generic, like slightly underwritten hippie phrases. Yes, like mm-hmm. like saying funny things about the universe. And I get the sense that the writer's like, oh yeah, like a weird guy would say this, but like it's like a first draft line, and then the character never sure. really gets like beefed out. But luckily, since it's Miles Robinson. It, he does it good. Charlie, do I you think... feel a little personally, a little personally oh. offended by this bad um, approximation of someone who says funny but pithy things about the universe? Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna have like a woo friend, you can like do your research. I think because otherwise, you're just like invoking random things you heard someone make fun of someone else on from mm. Twitter. But, like, if he mm. says something very observant about, like, oh, tonight's going to be good because, like, Saturn goes conjunct with Pluto, <laughs> then it's like, oh, that's specific. Like, this is a character I and see, not a yeah. caricature. Also, teens are mm. super into um, horoscopes, so they could have had, like, a horoscope person. A birth chart. A birth chart hoe. 
<laughs> I, I agree with Charlie's point, and I think that it the one of the flaws of the whole movie is that they don't take anything super far. Like, mm-hmm. they kind of stop before getting super weird. And we'll talk about the cheerleaders later, but, like, mm. they also weren't fully developed into either, like, hot bitches or, like, weird or, like, oh, they're cheerleaders, but they're actually nice. Yeah. Like, they weren't anything. Yeah. Um, well, they, but why don't I move on? Yeah, to the next? I think that we're, what we're getting to, which is just how I feel about this movie is that it feels like someone told an AI to make a movie yeah. similar to Love Actually. Yeah. But it's also like you said, Charlie, I can't fully put my finger on what exactly that is. It just like is that. Anyway, maybe it's away. just the cinematography. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this movie is too brightly lit. <laughs> it's lit. Okay. Kian's <laughs> BFF Tobin, who I called generic white dude, yeah. is planning to tell his childhood friend, Angie, who I called Sabrina the Teenage Witch, <laughs> that he likes her. They end up at a broom ball party, and I need to interject here that if you are going to a party and you have to play a sport, it is not a party. <laughs> and they're with this guy named JP, who seems interested in Angie. Um, there are these terrifying mutant twins who are <laughs> being aggressive towards Tobin, and so he ends up stealing their keg, but in his escape, he crashes his car into a ditch. As they are all waiting for a tow truck in a church, Tobin plays the organ and Angie sings. When JP and Angie start dancing, Tobin gets upset and he huffs out. Yeah. So for the listeners, <laughs> the way that this story is told is like, like Love Actually, it's told in like different pieces. But we're just going to do timeline after timeline because the movie does flip th- pretty fast through like the different characters. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I wish they gave us a little more time with each one. Before, like, whirling around. Um, But I like uh, Kiernan Shipka, Sabrina Teenage Witch. Um, I I, I follow her career. Mad Men, uh, daughter of Don Draper, Sally Draper. She was in that weird uh, witch movie with Emma Roberts Mm -hmm. where they pray to a god in a cellar or something like that. I have, like, I do like her cool girl short haircut that she's had since Sabrina. Or maybe her hair was already short in Mad Men. I don't know. I actually, her her bleached hair with the grown-out roots did stand out to me. Because in Happiest Season, they also, Ooh, that was uh, uh, Kristen, Kristen Stewart's, Stewart's hair, hair yeah. hairstyle. And it's like, why are, like, I don't know. I just have a question about grown-out roots and what that <laughs> what that means. <laughs> uh, you can tell that she's cool it. and confident because she has the hair. And then she likes records and also she wears like the leather jacket with the shearling which is how you know someone is cool in near chicago (laughs) (laughs) also she the guy who likes her looks 40 and i really liked that he he he's like the competition but he's really nice wait are you talking about the broom ball guy or her friend her friend jp oh yeah i just called him harvey because of like sabrina so i just referred to him as sabrina and harvey (laughs) But yes. It's it is nice that he's not like a huge asshole and like clearly he is a pleasant a pleasant dude. But I so this is we've uh we've reviewed a number of movies and at this point half of them have had unprompted performances of singing. Yes. Yeah, and not on purpose. <laughs> the AI is trying to tell us something. Like did we like the singing? Uh neither of them were I mean they were fine, but I wish I wasn't familiar with the song. Why did it go on for like so long? (laughs) Like, I don't know. It was fine. I can't tell you. Do we we like that song? I don't know it, Charlie. Were you familiar with the song? What was the song? (laughs) 
I don't know. It was the some rock band. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I heard it in another movie recently, Wait, so I, I was like, not this is probably it. a reference. I'm not remembering this scene. He's playing the an organ, organ, and then oh. they're in an organ. Oh, I thought He's that was like a organ. song made up for the movie. No, no, no it's, it's true. <laughs> it's definitely in other movies. It's like, it's supposed to be that they're into old songs and old movies, I think, because I've definitely heard it in another movie. But also, what would you do if two people were performing a song very intimately and you were just like three rows back watching? Oh, yeah. Like JP's like jamming out. He's like, yeah, I would be uncomfy. Oh, yeah. I did. I did say like he was just like vibe. This like hunky, like sweaty himbo is just like vibing in the church with him. <laughs> I would um, leave. I'm confused about the term himbo. <laughs> I get really I get really. So if you're I don't know, I. I have friends who are musicians and friends who are like musically inclined. And when the musician friends start jamming out, it's cool. But when the musically inclined friends start jamming out, Issa, this is not directed at you. Um, I was like, is this Charlie roasting me? It's just, I don't know. Sometimes you're at a party and people who used to be on an acapella team in college will be like, wait, <laughs> two, three, four. Um, and they're clearly into it, but it's okay, not okay. fun for to anyone be, else. To self-roast for a bit, one time in Boston, I was hanging out with acapella friends, specifically to hang out with acapella friends, and I hadn't planned on seeing others. But then you guys like came to the party too, and you walked in, and we were watching videos of our own group, and Charlie was just like, do you guys do this often? You were just, you were so judgmental. And I was like, you guys weren't here. We were like discussing our group. I don't know if that's judgment. That feels pretty objective. Okay. That feels pretty objectively <laughs> okay. strange. Okay, Charlie. Um, oh, the only other thing I wanted to say also about this storyline was that I did laugh at the scary big twins who like beat him up. They were confusing to me. So, like, why yeah. were they being so mean okay, to him? So, for the listeners, they go to the the broom ball party. Which, again, I was also like, wait, there's a party, but they're playing a sport. I was also thrown off by that. And Harvey, or whatever the generic white guy's name is, like, he doesn't like sports. He's more of a, not sure. Skinny guy. <laughs> uh, and they get there, and there's these two scary big twins who, like, beat the shit out of him on the ice, essentially. Um, it's also weird, because they play broomball at the party with, like, one girl and, like, eight, like, 28-year-old men. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is <laughs> What is this party? But my question to you guys was, did your hometown have any scary teens? Were there like all the scary them. teens? Yes. All of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, like Still these like these twins. Like were there the were there like scary people that were gonna beat you up? I ha- I have a great story. Okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna use the name that he went by Hell when yeah. I was in middle Hell school, yeah. which was Lord Griffith. Okay. And there was this kid who named himself Lord Griffith and he I think it might have been Griffin. My apologies. And he like wore a cape and he would stomp around in boots and like yell at yell at uh the younger kids. Sounds like a big old nerd. Yeah, for sure. But he was like scary. But what's really funny is he's now like happily married and like very Christian. Oh. (laughs) And like just super like, you know, I think he might have gone to the army, like (laughs) very straight laced. He did some soul searching. But he was a little scary. Maybe this is more of like a guy thing that there's like a scary guy who's going to beat uh, beat you up. I, so I never really. had that experience, but I, there were two. Okay, how do I explain this? 
when I got to high school, I, I switched schools between eighth grade and high school. And the high school I went to had actually, it was a K through 12. Yeah. So a lot of the kids were just still there from having gone there their whole life. And there had been this mass exodus of kids whose parents wanted them to go to like more elite schools for high school. And I would hear stories about these kids and people be like, oh, dude, it sucks. You should have met him. He was so funny. Like during a sleepover, he would like like jerk off into people's hair and shit. Oh, and no. it would be like, that's not Why? that's not funny. That's terrifying. Yeah, that is that is scary. So there would be kids like that who like for that. some reason completely were gone my entire high school experience. And then there would be the kids who were like Do you think they existed? Do you think they really existed? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I had met them. They they started showing oh, okay, up okay. at parties eventually and I was like, I don't get to it. jerk off into your hair. Not me. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, like anyway. like come free, broke, baby. Broken white dudes, basically, like Ooh. like white dudes who need more therapy, that kind of thing. Mm. And like, so that's one end of the spectrum. And it's like those are the like groomed, super wealthy ones. And then there's the more like military dad archetype ones. Yeah, they never gave mm. me a hard time. Mm-hmm. I think they sort of saw eye to eye for some reason. But it would just be like, <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Like probably gonna drink a bunch of beers, like that what? kind of shit. <laughs> so I knew. I yeah, knew it is. It's unclear. I think that these scary twins kind of fall into the like maybe military dad twin. Oh yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was unclear to me if they like openly wanted to like kill him. <laughs> yes, I was like, what are they gonna do? Because for the listeners, like a lot of the movie, they're chasing him because he steals the keg. Um, Which I want to I want to say something on that. Never do that. (laughs) Never. That's it's I like I immediately stopped. Well, I didn't like that character at first because he's like a milk toasty scrawny boy. There's no way to like it. Like it's not that's not like a cool like subversive thing to do to a bullet like like that's. Yeah, it's like pooping in a punch bowl. Like don't do that. that. It also didn't make sense because the hunky guy JP was friends with the twins, so didn't he help pay for the keg? Or, like, doesn't he feel bad that they're stealing the keg? I Unless don't know. they had a bunch of Yeah, kegs. he's very on board. I think it's, yeah. it's, um, I don't know. That said, I stole a lot it's of money. beer in college. <laughs> but that's because it was, like, a sport. It was, like, a sport. Everyone was, okay. was stealing 30 racks from each other. And it was, like, it was like playing uh, real-life there's splinter an ex- cell. There's an exchange. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Charlie's been playing a lot of sneaking around i was games. playing metal gear solid while watching this yeah. movie uh, what? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um but to your point a while ago jane about how like this movie doesn't go too far do- doesn't go far enough with any of the character they kind of like tease at things about these characters but they don't like sabrina is like she was always one of the boys and what's her nickname they call her like duke oh, they call her I, duke because she's yeah, always one of the that, boys but... i don't know and then, like, then there's this weird conversation she has with JP where he essentially, like, says, like, huh, that guy's going to be good with girls in college. So I'm like, wait, is he a loser? Yeah. Or, like, is he? I don't understand. Then they, uh, why is he talking to her about, like, her best friend's going to be, like, swimming in pussy, like, eventually? Like, I, <laughs> I, they don't, they don't lean hard enough into whoever the fuck. In any direction. Are. The whole yeah. of the moon is what the song is. Oh, by who? By what artist? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. 
Dory, who I called Red Lesbian, <laughs> is working at Waffle Town when a bunch of cheerleaders storm in. One of those cheerleaders is Carrie, who Dory had spent a meaningful night together talking about Harry Potter and making out. Uh, Carrie pretends not to know her, but later they kiss in the bathroom, and then Dory brings her a waffle goblet of fire. Uh, Carrie continues to treat her like a jerk in front of her friends, and Dory later says that she's not going to put up with it. I called her Carhartt lesbian, because I liked her jacket. <laughs> I called her red les- lesbian because she had red hair. Yeah. Like the, not very creative. Pretty like straightforward. Isabella Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. How did Dory and Carrie meet? Do they not go to the same school? Do yeah, they go to the same school? it was unclear. I thought they were going to say like, oh, we like had sex. Like that's the night we spent together. Because I was like, did they sleep over at each other's house? Like what happened? Like what's this prior incident? Yeah. Anyway. And when could they do this? Yeah. And how like my parents would not have let that fly anyway. But there's this like quirky convo about like oh don't you don't you like have that feeling when you don't want to go to sleep and you talk about the goblet of fire <laughs> Lame. don't you but, but i <laughs> and then another at one point a cheerleader says harry potter is for children which is super not realistic like yeah. we all like harry potter everyone likes it like i even also thought it was weird that they even cheerleaders like harry potter if anything i would just be like that seems like a lot of effort to like make a custom dessert yeah, totally. Agreed. Although I also like would never turn away free food. Same. I would just be like, like if someone Haha, brings you food, and then I'd be just like, eat it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She takes it back. I'd be like, wait, wait. Okay, you can leave it. But maybe I don't know. I wasn't. Go uh, ahead. Uh, maybe part of what feels a little off about this movie is that so many of the the storylines are romantic, but it's high school. Mm-hmm. So like in Love Actually, when a adult person tells another adult person that they have feelings for them. Like, even though it's sometimes weird and off and strange, you're like, yeah. But it, when it's a bunch of high school seniors, it's kind of like, yeah, but you guys are kids. Like, there's yeah. there's nothing I mean, satisfying that's... about being like, I'm going to, we'll, we'll meet up in New York next year. It's like, yeah, but you won't. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's a way to tell, like, high school romance that makes it cute and, like, you care about it. And, like, my example would be to all the boys you ever loved, like, you're, no one's saying they're gonna like get married, but it's like a good payoff when they get together. And maybe it's because it's taking place in the course of one day. We don't get a sense oh, of yeah. like because that that's real. It's like the loneliness yeah, of yeah. being a teen. Like that's why you know teen movies were so popular in the eighties is because it was like like the John Hughes movies are all like yeah. here's a very accurate portrayal of how it feels to be a teenager. I don't know if this movie is an accurate portrayal of that feeling. Well, my my observation was that. With the quirky convo where she's like, don't you like have your the the one person that you can stay up saying that you're scared to get old with? Like, is it like supposed to be weird to expect like introspective thoughts from your friends? Like, I, I would say that like, even if I had friends that we could just talk about dumb shit with, we could also flip around and talk about scary thoughts with like this movie and like other teen movies like it treat it as like a once in a lifetime event that you'll find a person who wants to like talk about deep stuff, which I think is kind of interesting. Well, maybe it is and for because, these teens. Because like Charlie said, this happens in one day. We have to be told by her that they have a connection. Yeah. Like we don't see this. We, we don't like witness them um, having these conversations or, or just like even like 
connecting in any way. We just have to have her say, we talked a lot and it was great. And then we have to be like, oh, okay, so we should care about them. But I don't think yeah. it works that well. Yeah, and I don't know. Well, another sorry, just I'm just shooting off stray observations oh, yeah. go, into the go, wind. Go. Um, I also feel like I really do love the conceit of like the story happens on one day and it's all leading up to the big party where everything happens. Sure, sure. But I also feel like this movie wasn't necessarily written for the types of teens that would. Be, I'm not calling all the teens like this movie like lame, but. <laughs> like the types of teens who would be like flouting rules and being like, we're going to the big party would probably look at this movie and be like, this is pretty stupid. Yeah, like, for sure. And it's, it's very tame. PG. It's very tame. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's it very family friendly, like super bad, but like super bad is a movie where I believe the party. Yeah. Like, for sure. Super bad is so good. Superbad I just rewatched it like three weeks ago. That's like the perfect teen movie in my it's mind. It's also like, yeah, it is very PG, and these are high school seniors, and there's, like, college and older people in it, too. Like, it, it is, yeah. Anyway, we can move on. Also, this right. is just okay, a PSA. So Dor- this is a PSA I have. I wanted to say it earlier. <laughs> What's the name of the college guy dating the high school girl? Uh, or, like, trying fuck. to? It, JP. JP. Don't. To anyone listening, don't. Just <laughs> don't. You don't need Wait, to do that. Wait, you're saying don't be the college guy? Don't be JP? Yes. Agreed. Care to laugh? I feel, no, just kidding. I think if you, if you had a pre-existing relationship before that, that's great. It's fine. Keep going. But, but <laughs> like, stay in your ocean. Yeah, I was, I was confused as to whether they knew each other from sports, and that's why. But then I was like, why are there, why is there one girl and like eight men at the broomball party? <laughs> anyway. Keep going. It looks not fun. Okay, so Dory's BFF is Addie, who <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't understand her name, and I was like, "What?" And Walter was like, "Ass." That's what he heard. But anyway, I called her Hot Girl from Lady Bird. Hot Girl from Dumpling, also. Yep. Addie is acting crazy because she thinks her boyfriend Jeb <laughs> is going to break up with her. Um, she ends up truly freaking out, confronting him at Waffle Town and pouring a milkshake on some girl's head. Dory is upset about the way Addie's acting, and then Addie runs off. She ends up getting a ride from a loner lady who wears an outfit made of tinfoil, played by Joan Cusack, who tells her to stop spending so much time on her phone and then destroys her phone. And later is, tells her that she should value her friendships. Here's another Jeb example Bush. of... Um, Jeb, please clap, Bush. Wait, what? <laughs> I just can't believe that this guy's name was Jeb. It's also actually Jeb in the book. Oh. So that made it through a lot of passes. You think they were thinking about Jeb Bush? I don't know. I'm How could you not? I was name. thinking about Jeb Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just another example of someone who, a character who's, who's like clearly into esoteric beliefs, who's just not portrayed in a fair way. Oh, Joan Cusack, yeah. yeah. You can't just put someone in tinfoil and be like, look, they're wacky. Yeah, that, that wasn't well done at all. And like uh, her like kind of advice giving, it reminded me of that Black Mirror episode Ooh. where everyone gets rated yeah. on Facebook and then like people will talk to you or not talk to you based on your rating. And, the, and and then there's that like truck driver who like doesn't care about her rating and she just like rides in her truck and the main character ends up in her truck. It felt like that, but less 
good. What I wanted to say was that there's a trope in movies of cell phones getting destroyed when it's like you should let go of other people's expectations. But as uh. cell phone technology gets more and more expensive, it gets more and more alarming to me when the cell phone is destroyed. <laughs> so it's like a thousand dollar device just fucking thrown That's off so a bridge. Funny. Yeah. Because like before yeah. it was just like a clattering piece of plastic. Who, prob- who probably would have, like, made it through getting run over by a truck. Yeah, There's yeah. No- Nokia and, like, phones would be fine. Th- for this movie, I genuinely gasped. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized how far we've come. <laughs> I love the actress who plays Addie. Her name's Odea Ruchinek. She's Israeli. But the reason why I like her is she kind of looks Italian, and she just she looks like a lot of the hot girls that were in my high school oh. who, like, who like to me I was like oh wow they're like those are women she looks like that's a like New that's Jersey, what beauty is a New Jersey hot girl I think she's super pretty I support her career and then also the guy who plays Jeb he's the love interest in yeah. Booksmart There's so many There's cool so teens many in this cool movie. teens in this movie I my comment about Addie was that her lips look like when you put lip product on that like intentionally hurts your lips so that they Oh swell yeah up. And I couldn't mm-hmm. stop looking because one time I tried the Benefit Cosmetics product for that and I freaked out because it made my lips felt so, feel so weird. And I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. What <laughs> happens if this gets like in my eyes? I don't know. I was just like freaking out. I don't like the intentional pain. I didn't believe the the fight between Addie and Dora. Like, Dory. I, if, Dora. Sorry. Dory. Okay. So Dory's like mad at Addie. Wait, their names are Addie and Dora? That sucks. Dory. But anyway. if my if i was worried that my boyfriend was cheating on me i would also freak out a little and i would expect that my best friend would also be (laughs) fairly like comforting about it and not get mad at me oh also my best friend should do the slew thing with me (laughs) for sure um i'm this girl in the movie (laughs) you're uh which one addy Addy? i'm addicted to what people think of me is that Aww. is that her conflict? Oh, no. Would you summarize that? <laughs> Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> Would you summarize that as like her conflict? Like she's addicted yes. to social media and she cares too much about. I th- I think so. Although I was focused more on like her boyfriend um, being yeah. her insecurity. I wish that but... they had focused more on her just like updating her Insta and like curating her posts because like then it's <laughs> it's like oh she cares about this shitty boyfriend and she also just in general like puts a ton of effort into her social media. Yeah. Charlie any thoughts on this uh, timeline? This was the one I liked the least. I, I okay. just don't I don't <laughs> like watching know. people be that insecure about stuff. Oh. <laughs> Hey. And also, she's like in and out of the the truck. Like she's sort of just like yeah, bopping she around and in like a bopping. less structured way. Yeah, she had like no home in this in this movie. Yes, also, when yes. does their shift end at the Waffle House? Never. Also, wait, is there? I forget because I was playing Metal Gear Solid the entire time I was watching this movie. But is there? Is is Joan Cusack like actually magical? Like, does her? No, no. But she says some cryptic things about the snow. But does she like? She like wink and then like disappear or something, or like nope, nothing no, fun like that but happens. But she is like luckily in good places to help them. But I think that's because she drives around a small town. I think a little bit more plausible. If you're gonna make a character ridiculous, a ridiculous conspiracy <laughs> character, a really fun way to end that is to like have her 
get into her truck and it takes off into space. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not that. Not yeah, that. She I like grows that. a beard and she like, <laughs> and, and then her truck turns into reindeer and she's like, ho, ho, ho. And she goes to deliver some presents. Did you guys like the end of Greece where their car just flies away? Wow. Greece I've never is seen a perfect Greece, movie. Now I can't because you spoiled <laughs> Greece is a perfect my movie. Parents, I change one thing. My parents about. were saying that when that happened, everyone was so confused that the car just flies. And I was like, that's it's awesome. It has no bearing on the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, I oh, it's weird, but I uh, that movie is my maybe one, it's in my top 10 favorite movies. Did you guys so. have an equivalent of this awful house that the teen hangout spot when there's nothing to do? Oh, sort of. Um, because diners were so big in I was gonna my say, town. you love diners, Jane, but I wasn't cool enough to actually have one spot that we would go back to all the time but we did go to this one place versailles which is no longer open which sucks like we went after like semi-formal we we went after lots of events we would go on christmas uh christmas day to diners is that the same versailles that's like the famous cuban place no that's in miami they they have them in la oh they exist. No, no. This was like a sh- shitty, shitty diner. Versailles uh, is so good, though. Right, Isa? Have you Charlie, been? Uh. Char- <laughs> Charlie, any any teen hangouts for when you have nothing to do? Um, yeah. It, I think for us, it was more like there were people who would always be like, I'm having people over. Um, yeah, like we'd go to diners and stuff. There's this one chicken restaurant we'd always go to. But it was never, it was never like cool. everybody's gonna be there. Yeah, it was just where the squad would roll to. Yeah, I mean, maybe <laughs> this is just neither. None of us on this pod are from a very small town, so maybe that's part of it. I couldn't tell mm-hmm. how small this town was supposed to be, which I have more comments on, like the demographic of this town later. <laughs> but um, the, the entire yeah, town I, is just the restaurant. It's called Waffle Town, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently there's well, no grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah is there anyone like managing the shift and also when do they get to go home when does it close oh maybe it's a metaphor but they get arrested. do you guys wonder we if we... if like the the movie it, it's like a stephen king thing where like every morning it resets are you talking about groundhog day i guess so but none of them know it like or like palm springs yeah but none of them and there's like a million different <laughs> endings where like so in another movie, uh, the hot Israeli girl, she ends up making out with the white toast dude, for example. Who's the white mm. toast dude? White toast. <laughs> oh, milk toast? The milk toast. <laughs> milk toast. <laughs> it could be. That, that could yeah, be Yeah, that's true. I mean, that would also add a mystical element to this. Um, but we can move on. Okay, so this is the, in my mind, this is the biggest storyline that we spend the most time on, yes. which is Julie. She runs into superstar Stuart on a train. He follows her to Waffle Town and finds out that her mother is dying of an unnamed illness. <laughs> and because of this, she's considering not going to Columbia the following year. They go sledding, attend an extremely liberal Christmas service, <laughs> and then meet Julie's mom and grandpa. As they are dancing like Mick Jagger... The sick mom has a coughing fit. This leads to Stuart offering to get Julia a nurse, and he also uh, says that she should go back to Columbia. Then his publicist, played by Darcy Carden, shows up to take him back to his hotel. 
This um, actor, Shamik Moore, I actually really like, and I kind of follow his career because I saw him in The Get Down and I really liked him. So he was in The Get Down, he was in Dope, and he was in, in Into the Spider-Verse. And I think oh. he's really, I think he's really good. And like, I hope he does. I hope, I wish him Is all the best. Is he a musician as well? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you No, I, that? sorry, I looked up. <laughs> well, he, he does he's play music. the black Justin Bieber in this universe. <laughs> Wait, I said that he's Justin Bieber too in my notes. No, I swear to God, I looked up his Wikipedia, but maybe I'm wrong. I think um, he's supposed to be the black Justin Bieber because people are simultaneously like, oh, he's really famous, but he's really annoying. My favorite part is when yeah, he's like, yeah. hey girl. You want to get off this train? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, also, they just so, jump off the train, which I think is weird. Yeah, pretty badass. I will say I didn't love this. I didn't love this plot line, and it felt like the one that we were supposed to care about the most. Yeah. Um, a few things. Sledding is a huge commitment. You can't just go sledding. <laughs> Am I right? You can't just be like just, one quick sled. I don't. No. I don't. I don't. I blacked out and don't know why they did it. Do you know? Like it was, was so that they could have a. It was so they could have a falling scene. Well, first it was so that they could sit really close together on with the sled. But up with his with her butt up against his groin. Yes, exactly. And then two, it was so that they could fall into the snow and like get all wet. You ever and, you ever sled with your crush with your butt tucked up against his crotch? <laughs> I, I have sledding with a friend is challenging also um, um you know how you liked Addie's actor I loved Julie's actor despite not liking the storyline I was just like entranced by her beauty like she's, she's like, so pretty very yeah. pretty in like a very ethereal like almost CGI way and I realized halfway through that she also is in the Dora the Explorer live action movie <laughs> and it has this effect on me of being like is she CGI but oh, yeah, I just no, couldn't this is, stop looking at her face. Isn't this the first movie where all the actors are CGI? <laughs> but like in a way, like the, the actors themselves like are are yeah. fictional. It's <laughs> it's much seen... cheaper. It's much, much cheaper than working with <laughs> Have you actors. seen Alita Battle Angel where it's like uncanny valley level of CGI? That's like what I felt about her, but also she's very beautiful. Um She's also an actual teen. I think oh. most of the cast most of the cast is a little older. Except her. For example, Carrie, <laughs> Red Lesbian's love interest, is thirty one. Oh shit! Um, but I think she's like eighteen or something like that. Or that's 19. gotta be weird. So. for kissing scenes when you have a fake teen. Oh, and oh a my real god! Scene. Yeah, I think so. I didn't think about that. Body double. I don't like it. This is another. Okay. but this it's is CGI, movie. so it's fine. This is another movie <laughs> where the meat cute in the meat cute. The girl just like hates the guy's guts and is extremely hostile. And he's like, yeah. And he's still oh, it's into great. it it's, because it's... he's so desperate for connection. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's funny. Like if she was like, I already like you a lot. He'd be like, man, I don't want to get off this train with you. <laughs> okay. Um, a few things. Why don't they say the mom's illness? Like, why is this a thing in movies? Like, if you if your mom is suffering from a serious disease, you would say what it what it was. Sickly characters are just like plot devices to movie people. Yes, it sucks. And also, like, why is she having a coughing fit? Like, that makes me that takes me out of the she film because I'm like, okay, what? I was like, what is her illness if she's coughing because she's she's dancing like Mick Jagger, like <laughs> WebMD, like what? She has COVID because after COVID, the you jitterbug have like really bad cardio. Whoa. <laughs> um, did you guys like the Mick Jagger scene? Where they were just dancing for no reason? No. 
I didn't like it. I don't think that Mick Jagger is that great of a reference for Wait, do they the say youth. do they say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're dancing like oh, of, of oh, him. I didn't. Wait, what song is playing when they start dancing? Uh, is it a Rolling it's a Rolling Stone song, right? I mean that's why he's dancing uh, like Yeah, I mean it, it it's insane to clear like the rights to that song. to that music. But I guess yeah, like just this for that one just bit, throw money around for no reason. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're not using real actors, you save a lot. So <laughs> that's probably. Do you, wait, can I can I ask you? Is Darcy Carden a real actress? Because I love her so much. I think that she is so good at playing like she rocks the bitch who who is like above it. She's so funny. I also think that. She's like really hot, and because she's so talented, we don't talk about how hot she is enough. Yeah. And so Darcy Carden, because she's a character. If you're listening, also Darcy. <laughs> um, Darcy Carden is frustrating for me because no, no, no. I'm saying she's frustrating Canceled. for okay. me because like she has one of those. I know I've seen her in something before. Faces. Oh. oh so like when I saw her mm-hmm. in the Good Place, I'm like, oh yeah, her from like fuck what? Huh? Like yeah, what? Yeah, Broad yeah. City, which she. She's so good She's in so Broad good, yeah. I saw her do improv in LA. She was very funny. Oh my God. That's awesome. I would love that. Oh, I want to go to a show. Okay, uh. my final comment on this plot line <laughs> and why I didn't like it is there's this metaphor that they really work hard at, which is that Julie's trying to find um, a, a small elf, elf for her mom. Elf mom's collector mom. Elf collect- collection. Her mom's an and elf later collector. She, when she's addressing her mom and like confronting her, she says, Life is not just a perfect elf village. <laughs> And it really felt yeah, that uh, rocked. I was like, man, like they really they ch- they tried really they hard. They thrust that in there. <laughs> yeah, didn't love it. To be fair, I will give them this. This is the most realistic, closest to realistic college timeline we've had, where like she has had her, she has her acceptance letter, and she's deciding where to go, and she's asked about deferral. Because Charlie, we do a lot of movies Absolutely. where like the the makers of the movie apparently don't understand how applying to college. Yeah, works. you apply for college so... during <laughs> spring of senior year. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and then you go early. And sometimes you you're waiting early. to hear back, like right before fall. <laughs> right before graduation. <laughs> uh, that's true. Points for them for that, that. Although that's interesting that anyone should get points for that. <laughs> True. Yeah, low bar Didn't there. These, anyway, um, um, it is still like they glamorize it by being like, "Oh, I can't go because of my sickly mom." Where like, shouldn't they like be worried about how expensive it is? Like I, uh, and like, uh, also she's gonna be a journalist. I don't know. There's a lot of other questions I have. Can we talk about the non-denominational Christmas service? Yeah, I actually laughed at that. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was funny. I the canonically it's a multicultural holiday sir i was like what is this town can i live there <laughs> also there's like a witch what was like, yeah, the was... woman with like the thorns on her head i think it was maybe like a wicca oh didn't she make like a game of thing. joke or something yeah there's a yeah. game of thrones joke where they're like <laughs> and then they all go to westeros and i was like what and then the there's a the chinese person is a dragon for chinese new year <laughs> Yeah, which doesn't really line up, but I mean, it was funny. I, yeah, yeah, that that was a good that was a good scene. But also, where is this multicultural rural mecca, and how can I raise my babies there? Dude, that's like have you have you? It's fun. Joe Biden's America driving baby. by like all the churches up here in Vermont and seeing like which one are like regular churches and which ones are like <laughs> come to the gay pancake breakfast. 
Yeah, hell, hell yeah. <laughs> What's a gay? It's exactly what it sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> um, okay. This movie also just seems like a life insurance commercial where there's like fun scenes where people are smiling, and the sledding scene was like one of those where everyone's just like laughing and having a good time. Oh, that's yeah. Part of our big question about what feels off about this movie is like it has the pacing of a commercial, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> And another thing that I actually love about Love Actually, wow, <laughs> another Ooh. thing that I actually love about Love Actually <laughs> um, is that not all the stories end happily. I, yeah, I actually, I, I, sorry, I, I, I keep saying actually now I'm in a, I'm broken, but. That's actually, I love sorry, the, I have to interrupt you real quick. Love, um, love Actually is. Actually, no, Jane, you just, uh, I, I think it's called Chiasmus, which is a, um, a poetic, a poetry device. Where where you create a tiny little palindrome of words, so uh, congrats. That's really cool. Taylor Swift uses that in her new albums to bring it to bring it back. But so Love Actually has some sad endings or some vague endings. Love Actually, but as we're going has to see, <laughs> sorry, I can't do a fucking accent. Love re- Actually has some vague endings. <laughs> I, I can't do it either. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's finish it Wait, up. Wait, one more okay. question, one I'm more afraid question. Okay, I can't love favorite... you because you don't know how to drive. Is that one of them? Yes. <laughs> what? If your favorite teen celebrity crush came to your hometown in a storm, what would you take them to do? <gasps> that was my question. Fuck, what? I'm a teen? Whoa! I'm a teen in this? Wait. Oh, I thought that was your answer. Yeah, if you were in high school and your favorite celeb crush as a high schooler <laughs> came to your hometown and you're a teen and you get to like get to know them romantically or platonically, what would you do together? Having, having uh, mentally simulated this this encounter hundreds of times, <laughs> I stand by my original answer. Oh, no, we go to like a, okay. like a... There's this place... Um, my my favorite date spot in high school, Ooh. Uh, Eagle Rock Reserve, which is just outside New York City. It's this big, like, just parking lot on a ridge next to like some kind of. It's it's like a like a country club without a golf course type thing. This sounds like a makeout spot. <laughs> totally, it's exactly what it is. But it's a beautiful Sorry. view of the Manhattan city skyline. Um, and it's a great place to be like you ever think about and there's a 9-11 memorial there so you can be like you ever think about all these people who didn't get to live a full life like what what do you think about like you know living a full life I oh shit I actually don't have an answer to this but anyway Jane do you have an answer I I mean I wasn't cool enough I mean my first thought was I would take them to Willowbrook Mall and that's because I really miss Willowbrook Mall because I haven't gone and since pre-COVID, but I would just like bop around, you know, show them the Sephora. I know a lot of teen men are into Sephora. Go to the food court. I live near a golf course, fun. so maybe I would like do the whole like sneak into the golf course at night and like drive in a golf cart. But I don't have these things, so I would have to like borrow a golf steal. cart. Yeah, steal. Hey, maybe we can move All on right. now. That was my question. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> Julie ends up talking to her mom, who of course tells her to go to Columbia. Everyone oh, ends up, up at the Waffle House. Hell yeah. I, I, is it Waffle House? Waffle Town. Awful Shit. Town. Waffle okay. Town. Waffle Town party. Um, <laughs> Tobin tells Angie he Ugh. loves her and she reciprocates. Ugh. Addie apologized Charlie. to Dory That's by weird. buying her a pig. Carrie apologized to Dory and they kiss in front of the other cheerleaders who are immediately on board. 
Stuart shows up and kisses Julie, saying that they're going to hang out when she's in New York. Keon's DJ friend never shows, but the party rocks anyway. Everyone is happy. Don't get a pig for a pet. Don't get a pet. No. Don't get a pig. Don't get a Wait, pet. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Don't get a pet as a gift for someone. That is Absolutely extremely anxiety-inducing for me. And don't get a pig. They're really hard. They're actually like harder to take care of. And they anything. live a long time. And they don't stay tiny. The teacup pig thing is wrong. And don't the, assume... the small pig is still like a hundred pounds. Oh, <laughs> Charlie, don't assume. What? Oh, don't assume that the person you're don't hey don't assume you need to make a tremendous like soul bearing gesture if you're Ooh. in high school, and also don't assume totally. that the person you're making the tremendous soul bearing gesture to like has to be your one like forever yep oh mm-hmm. yeah i hated that also i hated that the only reason she sabrina the teenage witch decided that she liked him back was because her older college friend was like this guy's gonna get mad pussy in college and she was like oh wait i don't oh, like no. that that must that must mean he's my soulmate because i don't like that idea I did like one part of the love declaration, which is when he says to her something like, I want you to think I'm cool every day. And I, mm. I think that's really sweet and genuine. And it reminded me of Juno, which I love mm. so much. But I agree that it's so stupid. I think he says to her, like, I want to spend the rest of my life yes, with you he or says, something like that. He says, for, OK, I wrote down some lines because I thought they were unhinged. He said, because I agree with you. I just want you to think I'm cool all the time. I was like, oh, that's cute. Then he goes, when I saw you with JP, I wanted to kill him. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, sir. I remember feeling Both that. Both of those like, things worrying for me. Like, there were some like, oh, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, nice <laughs> well, I, have a good, I have a good question. I have a good question. Because the whole thing here is that they've known each other since they were five. Yeah. Okay. Um, gun to your head. You have to marry someone you've known <laughs> since you were five, regardless of gender. Who's it going to be? My best friend, Adrian. Or Rebecca. I forget. One of them I've known since I was five. So I will... Mar- get into a platonic marriage with one of them if they'll have me. I I, I haven't. I don't. Re- I don't know anyone from there. <laughs> like mine is that there was this boy in like my children, like in home videos of me as a child in like kindergarten and stuff. I had like a little like boy best friend at the kindergarten, and I would marry him because it was really cute home videos. I don't know what he does now. He's probably a fucking psycho freak. <laughs> In the bed. Sorry, I don't know. We have big chemistry. Anyway. (laughs) Here's my, here's my like summation. All of the stories are undercooked for me. None of them feel complete. I was also really confused at the beginning and stressed out about having to write a plot outline. (laughs) Um, It wasn't exciting to me that they were connected. Like it was never, there was never a moment of being like, oh, like that's how they know each other. It was all very obvious. Um, The ending was like a bowling ball rolling down a hill just of like, they, they like each other. They like each other. They make up. The mom is happy. Woohoo. We're partying. Um, It was so perfectly tied up that it was too perfect. Well, I was going to say the Carrie and Dory storyline I almost was okay with because I think it would have been okay if Dory was like, I actually liked the reveal where she was like, um, the cheerleader was like, hey, actually, I'm sorry, I lied. Like, I'm still closeted. I'm not ready. 
you're so much braver than me for just like living your truth and being like out and I'm not out yet and my friend like I have a lot of social pressure on me because I'm a cheerleader and like that should have been the end of it but then mm, she's the like end of the movie? so you inspire the end just of end her right plot there. line <laughs> the end of the oh, wow. but then she's like in conclusion <laughs> I'm gonna come out to everyone by just like kissing you in front of my friends when we've been bullying you the entire day and very I was like, good point very good point uh, it's always feels a little gross on the side of like Dory's side like okay so now she kisses you and comes out and so you forgive her for being a dick to you all day I also just never found out did they have sex the night before like did they that was like no they just talked about Harry Potter no, but I think they also like <laughs> then also like had sex maybe I don't know they definitely did stuff something yeah. <laughs> also I laughed out loud when black Justin Bieber comes back and he was like I never got to try that waffle talking about her pussy. No, just kidding. Um, I never got to try that waffle and I laughed out loud. (laughs) Um, Then they decide to go to New York together and everything is fine. Although I guess maybe he can like... Hey girl. Finances are not an issue. We should get on a train together that's going to New York City. Girl. Is no one concerned about Julie becoming a journalist in this economy? (laughs) What about Keon becoming a DJ in this economy? Uh, Yeah, that's true. Huh? Anyone? Keon Keon deserves more of a time. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Keon was the, well, like, it's weird that the, I don't know. He's, he is the only arc where it's not, does he have the only non-romantic arc? Yeah, and I was like, that sucks, because yep. is it just because he's so swagless? And he's the only one <laughs> or, who doesn't ah. end up, like, like he gets the whole, like, hey, sometimes, you know, you, you don't get what you want, but it's okay. And it's like, there should be at least one foiled romantic. Like, yeah, there's the jealous girl. Yeah. But she meets the, 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 the hippie college boy. Yeah, he picks up her pig. Um. So- oh, right. <laughs> I love that. I love that implication of like he picks up her pig and she looked at him and we're like, oh yeah, we know it's on. Just in that one look, you can put your hands on my pig. <laughs> oh, um, I wish there were more of it. Okay, I wish this movie didn't exist. Um, <laughs> we can come to the end of we've come to the end of our of our pod though. I feel like this is but did we? This is it doesn't the end feel where like we can answer end. we can answer three questions. Okay. Well, we have our sum up, Charlie. Okay. This okay. is how it works. I just feel hey, like hey. we opened up a giant wound and never, never closed it. Yeah, this is the this is the close. This is is the, the healing of the wound close. just me watching Love Actually later? Yes. Oh, oh that sounds that's so a good fun. Christmas movie. Is this movie that's good great. or bad? Question one. This movie is not good. That's how I would answer. This that. movie, I think, this movie is what an AI would think is good. I think R two D two would enjoy the movie. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I was remarkably gonna, inoffensive. I was gonna say I think this movie is actually good, good, but like <laughs> exactly good. Like three out of five. Yeah, like it's definitely. I don't know how to explain this, but I just but I'm just saying like it's good, satisfactory. <laughs> I'm surprised that I got an eighty one on Rotten Tomatoes. Me too. B or question two B. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like this movie? I'm going to say no. <laughs> but also, I like Kiernan Shivka, and I'm sad because I want to watch actors I like, even if the movie's not as bad. But this wasn't even good enough for me to be entertained by Mad Men Girl. I also didn't love it. So bring um, the Teenage Witch. 
but I didn't hate it. I just I just sort of felt it was a waste of time. Um, I thought the all the cutscenes made it very hard to follow, and some of the gameplay was a little bit imbalanced. <laughs> okay, agreed. Okay. Wait, sorry. At this point, Metal Gear Solid and. Um, Question three: What type of teen would like this movie? Uh, teen on an airplane. Uh, a teen who is actually the executive of a distribution, like a movie distribution company, who wants to make something that, at the very least, draws in an audience, but is overly inoffensive in a way that no one will be mad at them. How does it make a lot of money? Oh, I don't. This is. How does no, it make a lot anyway. of money if it's because streaming? because the. Yeah, and like, <laughs> didn't it cost a lot to get all these people in one place and Joan Cusack and like the rights to the songs that we were talking about? Mm, good question. It seems like it was I think, expensive. I do. I feel like there's a lot of teens that, that would like this, actually. And um, maybe teens that are kind of into the, f- taken by kind of flashy romance and, and um, the idea of like going to Columbia and just... There's a lot. There's a lot here. Going to Columbia for, when your mom is sickly. Also, you know just what? The, I wouldn't have judged her for staying home one year. It's Columbia's fault for saying that they'll hold back her financial aid if she defers. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Also, she could go to she could go to a uh, local school. It's fine. Yeah, or like Not go to deal. local school and then transfer. Maybe I don't no, know. And then no, and then you. No, oh, okay. No, okay. No, <laughs> oh, no, okay. No. Um, what are you watching lately, Charlie, that you enjoy? What content are you viewing that you enjoy? Metal Gear Solid cutscenes. Um, I've actually been rewatching 30 Rock. <gasps> I've been rewatching my all favorite the show Christmas of all time. Episodes. This is a pro 30 yes. Rock. It's, um, I watched, I, I feel like I, I remember the distinct feeling of watching every episode like four or five years ago and being like, shouldn't have done that because now I can't watch it. Um, mm. and now I'm like in a place where it's like, oh, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember the plots in the jet, mm-hmm. like vaguely. So it's been yep. such a delight. Like that, that show is so tight and so funny and so absurd. I don't like how he said tight. tight. <laughs> show is so tight. Uh, oh, uh, I got high on Friday off of legal, <laughs> uh, dispensary edibles from Massachusetts. Woohoo. Um, and watched live action Aladdin (laughs) and it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, it was a good time because we were under the influence of a drug, but Will Smith wasn't as cringe as I thought he would be. I was like really worried that I would really, really dislike it, but he had, he like worked it, you know, something weird about that movie. Jafar is young in the movie and Jafar is old in the cartoon, correct? Yeah, Jafar is like in his <laughs> Jafar is like thirty in his thirties in the live action, and it it's weird. He's also kind of he's also kind of hot. I don't know. I'm sorry. Very different. Oh, uh, okay. I've been ripping through Gilmore Girls, ripping. just powering yeah. through it. And then just last plowing. night, I, <laughs> last night I rewatched This Is the End for the first time since I saw it in theaters. And that movie rocks. Okay, this movie is just like purely fun and silly, and the end of the world theme is a little harder to take currently. Oh, but yeah. I really recommend everyone watch it if you're looking for something just stupid and funny. That movie is great. Um, it's such a fun snapshot of like comedy, like a like establishment comedy, 
from like 10 is it 10 years old at this point seven years seven old. years seven. ago I think. yeah it, it's just like i don't know Do, i haven't seen it don't spoil no it's just it's just it. like Craig oh Robinson. yeah like uh nice comedy movie seth rogan is great at what he does <laughs> Yeah, and Craig Robinson to me, he, I think his character and, and he got like there were a few times where I was cackling at the movie, and he he did it for me. Also, Seth Rogen is attractive. Interesting. Whoa. Interesting. All right. <laughs> All right. I also, um, Charlie, I told Jane this last week, but I watched Dirty Dancing for the first time, and we were talking to my parents about it over Zoom, and I told them that, and they were like, "Wow, that movie was considered like really risque when it came out," and then. Um, and then my mom was like, isn't Patrick Swayze dead? Which he is. And my dad goes, no, no, no. He died in the movie Ghost. <laughs> like, you're thinking <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. no that no, was a no, movie. No. But he, he is dead. <laughs> I think he dies in the movie The Outsiders, too. Oh, shit. Am I right? I don't know. I just, we should no, watch no. that movie. He nearly <gasps> killed other people. We should watch that movie. I've actually never seen Ghost either. Ghost Me neither. I, it's so weird. Yeah, I've heard it's cool. The guy who wrote Ghost. So Ghost cool. is like a feel-good, like, supernatural rom-com, basically. It's not, like, hilarious. Like Casper the Friendly Ghost, but for grown-ups. Kind of. It's, it's like, not a comedy <laughs> until the Whoopi Goldberg character shows up, and then it's like, oh, she's funny. Yay. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that the guy who wrote that, I think, also wrote Jacob's Ladder, which is, like... <laughs> a horrifying psychological like yeah down. cool it would be like if the guy i'm not I, sorry it's, it's like too how early george to finish miller, that, that it's like how george miller did happy feet well charlie you're very charlie we really appreciate your um your movie knowledge and your movie you're welcome because that's why we keep you around <laughs> thank you thank you for doing this <laughs> Thank you, Yay, for thank you for having me. Guessing. Thank you for being our first guest. This was it's, so great. Thank you for perfect. flying me in and putting me up. That was really... <laughs> I didn't expect that, but it, it's very we nice. Actually, we actually might spend New Year's all together, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, wow. Silence. Okay, I guess not. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm just... For the, I, I'm sca- I don't think we can leave my oh, dog yeah, yeah, alone the dog, yet the dog, because the we don't know how he's going to react yeah, to that's fireworks. Diff- that's an entirely different conversation from whether you like enjoy me as a friend um, <laughs> um thanks Charlie. actually that's Charlie, why i got any, a dog do you have anything to so plug? i don't have to uh, hang out with you no just kidding, uh, just kidding. i have plug, yeah Charlie. if you th- if you thought i was good at the making of the <laughs> jokes um you can follow me on youtube broom lady comedy you can follow me on instagram at dj rat lady uh you can follow me in public and notes <laughs> And if you do it for a couple weeks, <laughs> let me know if there's any patterns I might be unaware of in my behavior. That'd be kind of kind of nice. That's it. Yeah, that was under the bleachers. Our podcast. Uh, this is our podcast about teen content, guys. Um, as usual, we would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Um, and don't forget, if your streaming service allows, to rate and leave a review. It really helps. It really, really helps. And please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com <laughs> and find us on Twitter at bleacherteens. See you next time. Under, Under the, the bleachers. bleachers.